Hello, and welcome to The Truth Runs Deep. I'm Callie. And I'm Taryn. I said who I am. I'm Taryn. And the reason you have the giggles, and I, got I will say, text I was waiting while we started recording. Um, okay. Uh, yep. I'm Callie. That's Taryn. Welcome to the Truth Runs Deep. We talk about all things Law and Order, SVU, organized crime, and fic writing. Sorry, y'all. Um, I work at a restaurant, and I work on Valentine's day. day, and I asked Tomorrow how many reservations we day. had today for tomorrow um because we're recording on the 13th um i have more reservations than we had on new year's eve and it's a tuesday so to put it in perspective for you what a better way to be spending yeah happy valentine's day you're my gal you're my bestie yeah okay to put it in perspective for you i had 77 reservations on new year's eve i just got a text we have 86 tomorrow. <laughs> Wait, there's only 203 Four. people. Still, way too goddamn many. Well, rip me. This is why, you know, I wasn't you expecting have to that. To. Well, if after Tuesday oh. is Wednesday, then after Wednesday is Thursday, then Thursday comes. And then the- I need it to be Thursday. We do. I which really do. Which, bring, which brings us to our next segment. I think we're done rambling. Oh, I don't have the article up. That's wrong. Oh, Sorry. I do have the picture up. Okay. When I did pull up the picture in another, t- uh, so I can actually show the picture. So now we're not bootlegging it like strange people know we've been doing this whole time. Uh, so, do you want to talk about the pictures or the article? Oh, now that I can like show the pictures uh, on Zoom, picture I... articles first because uh, okay, there's lots of Well, I like randomly okay. Google it. So yeah, yeah. it started so we with there was a new it. promo. Yeah, which I have not seen yet because I don't watch TV. I have not seen it yet because I don't have not shown sense. Callie saw it. So I I saw it and then immediately texted Tara and she's like, "Did you record it?" And I'm like, "No, I was too busy." Scrambling because ah um so it basically starts with Elliot saying Jet is kidnapped. I'm like, okay, good. Somebody at least somebody notices. Um, I mean, I'm hoping it's Ayana first, but you know, it's just I mean, it would make the most sense because the end of the scene is that her found on the ground. It would make the most sense, but um. And then there's a front. I don't remember all of it because I was not paying attention. Um, you texted it to me in a list. Enlisted and involved nothing. jet. Yeah, I'll get it. Um, there was a shot of uh, Murphy in huh? um, the warehouse when he's going to talk to. Um, like, he's in a warehouse, and I think that's when like Ayana goes mm-hmm. to talk to him. They also showed the sh- mm-hmm. um a clip of Jet. In- in- she's awake. She knows she's in trunk, and she's trying to feel around like the roof of the car, see if she there's a way she can open it. Mm-hmm. I have a sneaking suspicion she probably will. Now the question is, are we going to see Ainsley doing the stunt where she rolls herself out of a trunk? Because I will full on accept that because. Yeah. 
that would be badass. It would also, be. And like, it's a probable seen, thing that can happen. We've seen because her like trunks role. have like a hand on the inside. We've seen her role before because in the scene where her and Malachi were um had to get into that building with the um Oh yeah, was she just yeah, I remember that. Like, the, um, that was almost a year ago. Um, that was a year ago, like, like, March, like, 2nd. And, he, and she, like, rolled over. Ouch! I'm like, okay, so we know Ainsley yeah. can do a scene like that. Um, and then it ends with the scene at the promo of Seamus bringing Shaq to this hole in the ground. But this time, um, it's a different line because... In the original promo, she says his name. This time, she turns right around and looks at him and says, "Don't do this." They were like, "Uh." Well, so we've been had this on a chokehold. So as soon as the episode happened, ended, to our baby. I, I guess y'all, y'all have heard. Y'all have heard. I'm scared. But yeah, y'all have heard from us since then. But like, we started a fake and have not put it down since. Yeah. We're supposed to be running Valentine's Day fix, and we are not even done. We literally have not done anything else. You have like a Valentine's Day trilogy we're trying to do? Into this Jalkai jet hole. Real deep. And we probably Mm -hmm. won't get out. Yeah. Until Um, we do know the next episode is like the end of this arc because next they're doing like going up to this alley. It's going after this biker gang or whatever. Yeah, it's a different storyline. They're like, okay, we gave you two episodes with Ainsley and Danielle Focus, now we're going back to Elliot. No, that's not enough. I don't care. I don't care about this stupid-ass biker game. I mean, I literally don't know if I will or not, but literally, if we're going from Jed got kidnapped, and put in a drunk, like, under her back, almost possibly being put in a hole, Possibly. We have the sneaking suspicion that she's going to be put in a hole. Um, we wrote it in our fake, and it's a real messed up. But y'all have read that yeah. It's not out yet. Um, It'll be out probably Thursday. Like, right. <laughs> it makes me like, it makes me wonder what's gonna happen the episode after. Like, you can't just tell me they all are totally fine. It's good. I mean, they did that last time with Jet when she used her weapon for the first time. They were just like. Mm. This is a little bit bigger than that. They can't just be like, eh. I mean, unless they do a time oh. jump again, which would make sense, but, like, like if we that literally like just go, reason. like, back to it, then I'm going to be, like, BS, because, um... I'm writing myself. Jet, obviously, will need, probably need therapy, although yeah. I have a feeling she's probably not gonna want therapy. Um, you played around with this one already. Literally, you, like, you can't just leave Excuse like this. Mm-mm. Yeah, so we also found out that next we um I'll link the article that we're talking about in the description so people can read it if they yeah. want. But yeah, next biker gain, Elliot's going after it. Mm-hmm. Also, again, poor choice because the only person who Okay, um, ride a motorcycle so is right now the only person on the squad that we know that rides a motorcycle is is Jet. Yeah. But she literally just had an operation probably and not ended her with being for being kidnapped. Not mentally so they probably wouldn't 
fields. Right back to after that again. Eagles for the operation. Yeah, right back to work. Although I cannot picture Elliot on a motorcycle. Somebody made it a joke one time. I think it wasn't a figure or something. Somebody made it a joke and it was funny, but. But, yeah. If you guys want to read this article, I'll put it in the description. But it's a good one. Yeah, so I was trying to find the promo again. You can't find the updated couldn't. one. But I have found the old I one. I couldn't find the updated promo. But I looked on it YouTube led me to an interview forward. that Ainsley did. Yeah, this and is I was like, I it went, I figured she was going to have to do a, She was going to do an interview. I just was like, why have I not seen one? Well, she mm-hmm. did. And it was right. funny. And really good. Not crunching. She's like us. Get... She literally stayed up at four in the morning reading her script and alone in her room and was like, Are you guys she's literally saying talking to herself, Are you guys seeing this? It's really you hard know, to use times our four AM. This, this is our friendship. This is our friendship. The longest writing stuff we pulled. Like I have the script. You pulled a five thirty in the morning. That's the longest we wrote from like end of S. You wrote from like eight to um, like five thirty in the morning one time. That's crazy. The next thing, the next day, they texted their mom that they were going to get kid about to get kidnapped professionally, professionally. so that the mom wouldn't totally freak out. Then that mm-hmm. would she would know it was just for Ainsley's job. Um. She also explained how she got the pick in the trunk mm-hmm. so she could send it to her mom picture. to it's be reassured. Her mom wasn't fully thrilled with the episode. I mean, fair. Even if it's acting, if I saw my daughter playing a character who got thrown to the ground and mm-hmm. then stuffed in a trunk, I'd probably be pretty scared too. Yeah. Um, Ainsley said she loved doing the combat work. Uh, next <laughs> episode was her very first night and it was freezing. But, you know, she's got the fur coat on, so maybe she'll be okay. Um, yeah, she also explained cool. how next episode we're going to get a, yep. in a deeper well. Yeah, yeah so the, Taryn's holding up the pic of Ainsley in the trunk <laughs> with a thumbs up and a smile on her face. Um, so they said that next week Jet is going to get into deeper, like, we're going to see a de- deeper well of Jet's emotions, which I'm mm-hmm. so excited for. Yeah. Because a lot of and the, like, I more we wrote it well. emotions mm-hmm. we write for Jet, like, we have to guess on how far it would go. Yeah. We do know we've now pretty she gets we got the win first. We've we've taken that and ran yeah. basically. Our now we know maybe. she Never. gets scared because they came out with promo photos today and I literally had to I go to show you. I said nope. Hold on. Pictures first. I'm gonna pull that up. Hold on. Um we've already written something. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah, so there's our baby. Scared, mm. trying to get Seamus to stop whatever he's doing. Yeah, there's the one she's in two of them, not this one. She's in this one too. And then the other one. So you can't really tell, but we know from the promo photos and the promos that Seamus has a gun. 
There we go. So Seamus is holding a gun and telling her to walk. We can't tell right here. And I can't take it. Yeah. I can't. Uh, yep. So. Um, and then we already wrote something that um. The pictures predicted. Oh yeah. Which Wait. scares me. Yeah, we got too good at this. We do a little concerning. Wait, do you not know what I'm talking about? I mean, I probably do. Um, the picture of them all in the woods. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, we did. Except one, one yeah. person is missing from us. I mean, the way we wrote it was a little, the way we, somebody is missing from the, the way we wrote it, somebody is missing, missing from us. But, yeah. I mean, so obviously, the way we wrote this so game. obviously, we're going to give, like, this is a spoiler, but also not full spoiler of our fic. So obviously, knowing what we know from the episodes, if we decided to write our fic, obviously the squad, the task force is going to go find Jet. Yeah. Well, Taryn, pull up the pictures again. Okay, hold on. I pull up the pictures again. Do, 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 do. Oh, so, no, that's it. Right? Yeah, that no, no. So, we wrote that a squad goes, basically drives to the woods to go find her. And then there's a promo photo of the task force in the woods with their flashlights. Mm-hmm. Trying to find her. We so we're already predicting year. things. How much more are we going to predict? Is the question. Yeah, I'm concerned how, how accurate. How much more do I want them to predict? How bad is it going to be? That's where we're at. Yeah. yeah. We'll figure it out. Who knows? Who knows how right we are? We'll find it's also, out. I'm just very, like, we've had, we wrote, like, like certain things of like how the task force is obviously is going to react to mm-hmm. Jet being taken, Look but I'm very interested good. canonically how everybody's going to react. We obviously know that Ayana cries, but I'm very mm-hmm. curious how the rest of the guys are going to act because you played around. Um, with it. Well, we played around that. Elliot, out of all of them, has known Jet the longest because he's the reason that Jet be. Came yeah. part of organized crime. That story is weird. I don't understand why they. I don't get it either. But so it's either going to be. Like, we're going to make this make sense. Here you go. Throw it in there. Like it makes. Like for once, his anger might actually be justified. Yeah, which is we try to do that. And for once, I'm actually okay with that because it's Jet. Yeah, when we started um, writing it, we tried the new our guys, best to be like. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we've tried to. We've tried to be okay. We tried. The new guys. The um, the new guys, um, Whelan and Reyes, have known her for a few months now. Mm-hmm. And Since we've seen, roughly September. Seen, we can't really tell because you know there's no title card. The scene scenes where both of the guys have gotten closer, had deeper, in depth conversations with Jet. Mm-hmm. Um, Reyes more so like on a professional side Whelan more on a personal side Reyes with trying to relate to her about going undercover Whelan being the only person who knows about 
the fact that she's been married before and that her parents mm-hmm. no longer talk to her. So it would be interesting to see how they re- react. And then we got Ayana, who is the only, I don't know, this might be a part of it, this might not, but Ayana is the only other, Jet is the only other woman in Jazz Force besides Ayana. Yeah. Um, Danielle has directly said that Jet is like a little sister to Ayana. Mm-hmm. So now <laughs> she's kidnapped. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Also, gonna have a feeling Ayana's gonna feel pretty guilty after yeah. taking the we, photos. We have to play with that. Yeah. Thinking that. Should they go to trial with this? Um, if they go to trial with yeah, this, we don't really know for sure. Him when she has, she wasn't. And then now it's like you've just been kidnapped by the guy I thought you were falling for, and he's falling for you. And I have have so many theories running in our head. Well, we wrote about it. I think. Yeah, what we wrote is genius. But will it? Has it happened? Will it happen? I hope not. You can only say, I hope not. If it does, you're going to, like, if it does, hear from us immediately. Holy crap. You can it pay us because we wrote it first. But did, also, we really own the, the only reason it ever came into fruition is because my dad planted this idea in my head. Yeah. Y'all will probably read said, this Thursday night. We'll probably, like, close the gap and then post the first chapter because mo- the only thing missing yeah. is, like, how did they find you? Is the only thing we don't have besides the part we made up with our creative liberty. I mean, technically, yeah, we can't. We could post the liberty. Technically, that part for the creative liberty part that we wrote doesn't necessarily need that part, but we'll figure it out. We'll talk so, about like the only other also. thing that um that's what's missing is that first like... part. Is how they how they got how did they? I mean, really. That, yeah, the, so like, my dad was like, "You had to make up the conversation she had with Jet with Seamus, and ours is pretty good. You had to make yeah. it up." But so my dad, like, the little that we know about Seamus, what if this happens to Jet, and then because that happens, such and such happens, and I had to stop, and I was yeah. like, "No," but also that's yeah, genius. It's a real bad point. It's, it's so bad. But we're so good yeah. at it. We got too good. And it would give like, Ainsley like it'd be it would be Emmy level Ainsley after. Yeah, we would be talking. Yeah. If y'all don't understand, we're on a mission. Our mission: give Ainsley and Danielle and Emmy now. Yeah, if y'all haven't gone listen to that episode of the podcast, you should. That one took us like two hours and fifteen minutes. If Ainsley listened to it, you can't. Just okay, do we have any? Yeah, that. Ainsley again, listen to her. That was literally all the that was all that's literally the first like 20 minutes was the interruption of that. We talked about the pictures, we talked about the promo, we talked about writing. Um, I think that's it for now. Okay, we can move to the other show because if y'all don't also, in case you guys have a our episode, we split them. We did a oh, nice crime separate, and it literally was as long as a whole episode together. So, and we have not had time to talk about the mothership and SVU since no. We told a story. So, we, like, we're, we were busy last week, and we did like a quick episode, which is a great one. Go listen to it. We told a little story. Go listen to it. All right. Yeah. Um. So we have not watched these episodes since. So bear with us. That was like two weeks ago. Almost two weeks ago. Yep. It's For been a while. Weeks. Yep. All right. 
We talked about those two. We're on the episode. Happy Nights. Here we go. Law Order. Yeah, all those tweets were from the organized crime thing. <laughs> yeah, we took care of that already. <laughs> okay. Law and Order. Thanks. The episode is called Mammon. Can't figure out I have why no idea what the heck that is. Do you? Let's find out. No, I'm about to find out though. Oh, it says wealth regarded as an evil influence or false object of worship and devotion. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Man. That fits the episode. Anyway, we had no idea what that word meant until right now. Continuing. Oh, yeah, so it so starts with a Hudson. Yeah. I'm a Hudson student. She's... I mean, nothing goes right at Hudson. You shouldn't be going there. But anyway. Trying to, like, visit somebody at a house, and then she turns around, sees somebody, and then is shot point blank twice in the chest. Yep. Yep. So, again, don't go to Hudson if you're in the Law and Order universe. No, nothing ever goes right. Since the Bad first episode, I think it's something at Hudson. I think the first episode was something at Hudson for SVU. And then, so literally, it's been bad for 25 years on this. Don't go there. Yeah. No Hudson. Bad Hudson. Bad. Um, then they do some more investigating to try to find out who was the last person with this, with Emily, the girl that was killed. Mm-hmm. Um, they find this guy, and then we get a yet another chase scene. Because mm-hmm. apparently they just do that every single episode now with the running joke. Literally, they're Unintended. always running. Always running. They're always running. Mm-hmm. Um, We found out that Shah has tattoos. Not that that's important. I just thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, I'm not the biggest fan of tattoos. But oh my god, it works. Mm. Agreed. And that's all I'm gonna say. That you probably understand about that. You probably understand what I'm getting at. That anyway. Moving mm. on. Um. So they had this the guy that they were they were chasing. Sorry, it's watching the movie. What? Oh, I was scrolling YouTube. Something was making me laugh. I'll send it to you. Go watch it later. Send it to go me watch now. This no, go, but go Send watch it. it later, okay? It'll make you laugh. <laughs> promise, because it made me okay. laugh, but I think we have the audio. Um, on. So Bobby Gorman, the guy that they were chasing, was sending Emily threatening messages. <laughs> oh, my God. I saw, I saw the first 30 seconds, and I was like, no audio, and I was like, go watch that later. Don't watch that now. Go watch it. No, don't watch it now. You don't have time. <laughs> we don't have time. We're on the Zoom. is ends in eight minutes. What? For right now, I'm don't curious. go watch that now. Oh my god! <laughs> oh man, that, that baby laugh. I have to go watch the whole thing later. Oh it's my god. Never okay. Anyway, um, sorry, y'all. I, the I guy was, was sending threatening messages to Emily. You're cheating on me, etc., etc. We also yeah. then find out that Emily was a member at the First Harmony Presbyterian Church. Yeah. Which I think is a really cool name for a church, but also a very, like, obvious name for a church. Um, mm. So, 
I'm only saying this because it is going to be important to the plot later. Um, it is a black church. Yeah. Um, totally. If you haven't like watched the promo of the episode, that's actually very important detail. That's literally the mm-hmm. entire thing that it's a black very church. Very important. Um, yeah. We find out that Cosgrove was an altar boy, which honestly, I can see it makes sense. I can see it. It makes sense. Um. At one point, they're like talk. They literally they're talking to the the pastor, and the pastor's telling them like the how much like the people donate. They think mm-hmm. they're doing um it for prosperity, and then as they leave, Cosgrove literally goes, "Jesus, Mary, and Joseph," which is I love mm-hmm. the one liners, and these are so funny. Yeah, some of them are so. Funny. And Shaw yeah, says, "Tell me how you really feel." Um, and then the two guys get into this um discussion of like whether or not like donating a whole ton of money to the church is like considered religion or what. Yeah. And Shaw says, Religion is whatever works for you. Um, the church runs on like the gospel of prosperity. And prosperity I think you should explain gospel. what that is before I read the next prosperity one. gospel is is the belief, which is a heresy, should not be doing that prosperity gospel because it's literally the opposite of the But it is the belief that if you give enough money to your church and or pastor or anybody who's like your spiritual leader in in way, that if you do it enough, God will bless you. And if you don't do it, God doesn't bless you, which is a heresy. So yeah, that's the, the short version of uh, a lot of mega churches do this. And I go down a spiral about this because I talk about this a lot. But yeah, not a good thing. Don't do it. Yeah. And so the next so, line makes more sense now. It says, Shaw says, prosperity means more when you grow up for a black spring. I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. We just get some background info there. Also, it's a powerful line, just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they find out this guy who was at the church that possibly killed Emily, and they go to arrest him. His name is Ruben Grandy. Um, um, cause, oh, they tracked a car that was Emily's. Um, he is named, like, that had been in the vicinity when Emily got murdered. They tracked mm-hmm. the car to his name, and they went to arrest him. And he immediately puts his hand up and he's like, Officer, yes, I'll go with you, but I need to grab my crutches. And Cosgrove like pulls the blanket off of him and we see that his leg is broken. Mm-hmm. Not so sure. obviously he's not the one driving the car. Mm-hmm. Obviously he didn't do this because he can't walk. Um, and the guys are mm-hmm. like, okay, what? Um, your car was found in a murder scene. And he's basically like, he says, I sold my car, and he sold it to Reverend Sherman, the vice pastor of the church. Mm-hmm. And so they have to go talk to him. Um, and it's like, so we find out that apparently the pastor was a criminal before, who mm-hmm. turned to God in prison. 
Um, and the guys are like, nope, that's not enough. You need to explain why you were there and what happened. Um, and he eventually chooses to go with him. Um, but... Let me show up in the territories another time. I don't know. No, this is later. Um, Hold on, that was later, but I said it was later. Talk to that. Um, and there's this point where Sherman just ignores College Grove and looks directly at Shaw Shaw and says, you gotta choose what side you are on. Mm-hmm. Um, and he means that in regards to, are you gonna be on the cop side or the black, like, black? Yeah, that's what he literally is really saying instead of more religion, per se. Yeah, and Shaw, Shaw comes back with a really good line. I loved this line. He says, mm-hmm. I've already decided, brother, I'm on God's side. I was like, Yes. Yes, yeah. Um, and then we get an old M scene that I had yeah. forgotten about until I started reading this. And oh, it was yeah. like, um, so they're literally talking about like how they have to. The home has been untouched. For um, they're talking before the case. Um, it was after arraignment, I think, actually. They were talking of, like, how they're going to figure out this. Because we know he murdered her, but we don't have motive. Um, mm-hmm. And Sam Sam says, the motive is relevant. My mentor taught me that. And then Nolan replies, yes, he did. Mm-hmm. And then Sam smiles at him, and it is so oh, obvious. The kind of yeah. smile. You had to write some more notes here. I'm like, Mm. I don't think we read them standalone. We read them in also resistance. Also, the fact that Sam, Sam's mentor is Nolan, and Nolan knows that. Yeah. This is precious. Yay. We haven't written them standalone yet. We've written them in the resistance in both parts, but not yeah. not alone yet. We should have put them in the Valentine's Day list, but we have we literally have too many. It was going to take us forever to do that. We can. We can, we can add them to our Valentine's Day. We're really like, making like a trilogy without a trilogy oh. going out for. Save that for later, right? What you're thinking? Uh, anyway, I just I'll got to talk. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hey, while we're remembering things, because I kind of don't. Been, yeah, they're real cute. We love them, man. That is. I, mess with, I always mess with my mom when I go home because she can remember no one's name for anything. So then she finally remembers me. Because I show up every Thursday being like, what's his name? Then Zoom is about to end. So uh, you may be all finished. This will be the end. And I got to make another one. It'll be hard. So I try to edit it because we stopped and stopped recording like that. Yeah. You're thinking about our family? All right, send. Okay, good. It's there. Okay. Um, no. The end kind of might be jumbled, but I feel like I got the point. It across. makes sense. It makes sense. We'll, we'll get to work eventually. Okay. Um, Person choke hold on this. Yep. Uh, then the you next scene after they like have that conversation.
Okay, continuing from where we were, we took a little, I was watching the video and it made me laugh. And then we, and then I sent you the video I was watching and it made me laugh. And there was a second. Okay, um, the next scene that we get, um, was Cosgrove and Shaw going to the church. Mm-hmm. And they see a car in the parking lot. And Cosgrove says, does your pastor drive a Bentley? Um, and Shaw says, I don't go to church enough to know. Um, because apparently they're like, they're trying, they're slowly figuring out the money that the pastor says is going to the church ain't going to the church. Because yeah. no pastor drives a Bentley. Yeah. Um, but we then find out that Pastor Mike wanted the Reverend to kill Emily because Emily wanted her brother's donation money back. Yeah. Um, we find out the pastor doesn't pay taxes. Tax evasion. There's some kind of um, weird thing where like certain you get tax exemption. There's like a qualification certain qualifications for a church to get tax exemption, but it's very specific. I forgot what the reasons are, but there is a, you can get out of it, but like, I think not as an individual, but I think churches as a whole can get into mm-hmm. paying taxes. A certain kind of tax. Oh. Yeah. So then we have Nolan go down to talk to um, Emily's brother, Lonnie, and we find out that Lonnie paid the church $40,000. Yeah. Which is a lot. That's like a whole more than like not to be forty thousand dollars in that amount of time is like you never keep a paycheck for yourself yeah and it's because pastor mike feels i mean lonnie feels like he owes pastor mike because mike got lonnie off of heroin um then we get the conversation of how nolan and sam want no and sam want are talking to jack and they want to take Mike down for murder. And Jack mm-hmm. is like, you know. Taking down the church is a real bad thing. He's like, don't try to take down the church. Yeah, it's like, if you try to take down the church, you won't have a prayer. Yeah, that's what the line um, was from the premise from last week. I don't remember what the actual line was. This just That was the one. That's the one. Um, no, they changed it in the episode. I just don't remember what it was. Oh. oh. I don't, I don't remember um, it was like 10 days ago. says, if we don't at least try to hold someone like that accountable, we're in the wrong line of work. Basically, mm-hmm. even if he's a pastor and a prolific one at that, if we're not holding him accountable, then who are we going to hold accountable? No one's above the law. Exactly. And then, they I wasn't expecting them to do this, but mm-hmm. Shaw and Crossgrove arrested the pastor during the service. Yeah. Um, Shaw actually does it. Yeah. Um, and Mike is like, I would rethink he this. Like, he, he's like righteousness and justice will prevail or something like that. So that's something like that first. And, and then Shaw says justice waits for no man and then arrests yeah. him. Yeah. Um and then they have to have Pastor Sherman testify, Reverend Sherman testify, and he lies on the stand that basically yeah. He got paid to, he was told to go murder 
Emily and that the money in the church wasn't doing any wasn't ba anything bad. Um, Nolan and McCoy disagree on how to handle this. Nolan thinks he needs to be upfront about what their church is doing, and McCoy thinks he just needs to focus on mm -hmm. the, like the murder case at hand. And Nolan's like, I can't get the murder case without showing that the money is in being yeah, the money was the, the right for the murder. In the first place. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, and then they have like this hearing. Um, mm -hmm. because like there's a church privilege in the law. Um, yeah. and they well, have religion. this hearing. Religion itself has a preference. Yeah, it would take so many things. Uh, the requirements to be a church aren't very difficult. Actually, a religion, organized religion, you get tax exempt. Sorry, we did this whole assignment in class one time, and we looked into it. It's like a list of things that qualify you as a church, and it's very interesting. Yeah. So there's this hearing. I thought I'd find it and show you that. Nolan basically explains why, um, and this doesn't fall under that, and the judge agrees. Mm -hmm. And now the church is being looked into for fraud, and they have to explain where all the money is going. Mm -hmm. And we still have, and so they have this gentleman testify, testify. Um, he didn't want to testify at first. Um, but then he now that's being the church is being looked into fraud. He basically has to testify. Um, Waif and Nolan basically tries to explain that the money it, that's not religion, that's fraud. And the guy is like, "Why are you destroying my church?" And again, oh, we said clergy privilege isn't applying here. Um, so now they have basically all that groundwork and they need Lonnie to testify. Um, Nolan goes to like talk to him again at night to make sure he's okay for trial. Um, he doesn't answer. So Nolan opens the door and sees him on the ground because he overdosed. And Nolan tries to do CPR and calls 911. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. I give this a three. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea what's happening next week. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. Um, it's... Don't remember. It is called... Heroes. Yes, Shoot. the cop. Question mark. We don't know. Hold on. We'll watch it real quick. I'll watch it a real quick. That's it's questionable on that. Somebody gets shot, and there's this cop. The woman gets shot, and the like police officer seems real suspicious. He's acting all weird, and when like that's basically acting all weird, and they don't know if he did it or not. I think he did, but we can't clarify that until we watch the episode Thursday, which is a three days. So that is that one. SVU. SVU's is twenty four thirteen, which is called intersection, and it's I like this one, but we'll talk about it when we get there. It's something cool that they showed. They showed the behind the scenes footage of that first scene, 
where they're in the car. I think I sent it to you. Wolf Entertainment did where that car is a, is a green screen. That's pretty. That was a pretty cool yep. thing to see. That the car is the car is a green screen. Okay, but, uh, so the Law and Order thing, like the cop either sees a shooting or he shoots somebody, and he just won't explain what he saw, and it's like we need you to, and he's like, nope. We'll know. We'll find out. Um. Okay. Next, SDU. episode is called Intersection. Intersection. And we start with this young couple. They're out, like by the, the pier or whatever. The They're talking. Um. And then There's the guy proposes to the girl. Yeah. And it's so all sweet. happy. Sweet. And yeah. Did you know it's law and order? So it doesn't and then stay they go in their car. Yeah, it literally and is just real quick. And, happy. and then it gets real quick because then they get hit from the side. Um, mm-hmm. And then we see an ambulance. Um, come. Yeah, it just happens to be there. You're just like, and the, by a um, so the fiance is like. That's kind of important. They were hit yeah. by a drunk driver. Yeah. So the fiance like pulls, like calls the guy over to do it. He. The ambulance driver pulls the girl out of the car, and the guy's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Be careful! What are you doing?" Um. And we see the ambulance driver carry the girl over to his ambulance, walks past the drunk driver, who's like, "Hey, help me! My foot is stuck. My toe is stuck. Help me!" Mm-hmm. Nothing. Um. Then we have the fiance who pulls himself out of the car, and pulls himself over to the ambulance when he stands up he sees the ambulance driver raping his fiance yep. that hurt yeah, like they so, full so, on yeah. visibly showed it happening yeah like too, yeah. Which was... it's like a small window through the ambulance. you see the guy's perspective into the window you're like and the guy and is like, like screaming yeah, he's trying like, to pull the stop. So like, bad for his fiance, and he like falls to the ground. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then we transition to Muncie and Velasco. Velasco's <laughs> trying to get a snack from the vending machine, and he gets mad and he's like banging on it. And Muncie walks over and, and it's like, ways. "That thing just ate your that thing just ate your girlfriend." And then Velasco says. No, I don't have a girlfriend. Okay. So, two things. A, we know he's still canonically single. B, mm-hmm. that leaves room open still for, for our little ship. Our ship. I mean, <laughs> our I little mean, ship. The, I mean, if y'all have read the resistance, it's so plausible. They could do people it. It's like plausible. it. That storyline in the resistance, we haven't talked about it yet. Yeah. We haven't done a true speaks in a while. But people like that storyline a lot. They're like, what is going to happen? I'm like, we know. We yeah, have they're like, what are you doing? It's happening. I mean, Tell you what happened. Sorry, people, y'all. The resistance like, will come. Really it's just we, full on, we fell into a full-on jet hole. Yeah. But like, this is the... After this, wow, I just realized what I said. Like original pieces. Karen, did yeah, you like, just hear what I said? No. I said we I've, fell into a full-on jet hole. Thursday, Jet might actually oh. end up in a hole. Oh, 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 yeah, you're right. 
Nutricool. Hopefully you'll have your present. Oh, I lovely. Tell your present. If you have your present by Thursday, which I'm I hope really you do, it's scheduled to be Wednesday. It's scheduled for Wednesday. We can only hope. Okay. The mail um, and then Velasco, the yeah. I want my present. I want it so bad. I can't wait for it. Yeah, I think. Um, send me a present. Velasco ago, said, I no, I don't have so a girlfriend. It just, it ate my two bucks. Two dollars. Um, and Monsi, like, gets down on the ground and reaches in and grabs a the snack, cashews. the cashews for him. He's like, here you go. And um, Velasco's like, don't let the captain see you doing that. Oh, yeah. And Muncie's like, who do you think taught me that? <laughs> yeah, Which I love is that funny. Scene. Like, for comedic reasons, that scene is so funny. The first time Willie was just like, here you go. It's <laughs> just like, the cashews. And then we get this entire, we get this scene of Velasco checking in on Muncie because after after Duarte, funeral and everything. They didn't show that. They should, um, have. They should have not shown it. They should have made it a bit more. And she was like basically 40. she was fine at the funeral or and yeah. at one point she looks at um him and she's like do you want me to cry Velasco and he says mm-hmm. no but if you do it's okay and I was like oh he's trying yeah and she literally mm-hmm. looks right at him with like a biggest like smile on her face she's like do you want to hold me? And she has like a you're smile so, that forms on her face. She's like, "You're so funny." I'm fine. Everything's fine. Um, yeah, but Molly fine? put it's on Twitter during the episode and she says, "Muncie isn't very good at showing her feelings, but she did learn from the Queen how to sneak some cashews." Yeah. Um. We'll find out. What, and then the conversation continues. Mm-hmm. Um. And Velasco says, you're a walking red flag. And then Muncie shoots back with the best, one of the best one-liners. She says, and you're a bunch of red flags sewed up as a person. was like, oh. But the thing is, neither of them are actually, like, red flags. They're they're having an argument at this point. They're literally siblings, and it's hilarious how much they're more like siblings. Yeah. That's so, so much true. Okay. Yeah, um. So then we do get confirmation too. that Bruno has been brought up from Manhattan to, I mean, the Bronx to Manhattan, which also makes me wonder. So what the heck is happening in the Bronx? Because now they got one detective. No, they hired more. They hired more. Oh. All right. The end, I think Trillis like, is they hired a like whole, whipping. They hired a shape. whole squad. They hired a whole squad. Okay. Never mind. You're fine. Anyway, so I Bruno's guess. here now. Um, and Finn is like, oh, great, another stray puppy. And Olivia's like, you, no. It's the other way around. Olivia's another stray puppy. And then Finn is like, you got one too. Um, and it's Muncie. And then so Bruno Mm. tries to sit at a desk. And I love that Muncie is the one who says this. Because she's been there for the shortest amount of time. And she already knows. She look. He looks. She looks right at him, and she says, "I wouldn't sit there." Um. So yeah, the only desk for like a month. It, like, it's been, at it's wrong. Was Rollins's? So it's been Bruno sitting like that for like a month. Yes, six weeks almost. Yeah. Um, and then the characters, and then with transition to Olivia walking out of her office, 
Mm-hmm. And she stops, and she sees Bruno at Rollins' desk, and the look on her face, it's like... Yeah, it kind of slid back in again. Like mm-hmm. Olivia's classic, excuse me? Yeah. Look. Yeah. And she looks right at it, and she's like, if you want to yeah. sit there, you have to earn it. I was like, Bruno like gets right up, but I was like, "Yeah, nobody's sitting around." He gets the desk. point. He gets the point. After he gets it, we got it. We're good. Okay. Um. Then we get transition to they get the information about the case and the ambulance and the um the the rape. Um, Olivia and Bruno go. Um, and Olivia looks at Bruno and she's like, "Do you want to divide and conquer? Or do you want me to hold your hands?" And I was like. <laughs> Um, they divide and conquer. So, um, Olivia goes to talk to Emma, the woman who was raped, and she like tries to explain yeah. everything that happened. She doesn't remember much. She wants to make sure her fiance is okay. Um, mm-hmm. her brain is gone. Um, or at least they're hoping that she still has to ring. Um, and she looks right at Olivia and she says, this was supposed to be the happiest night of my life. And I was like, oh, that hurt. And Olivia says, you'll have many more. Um, then we get Bruno talking to the fiance and the fiance is just, he's angry. He's done. He's like. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't know what they talked about. I can't remember. I think All right, I gotta to, like hurry up because I gotta fix my nail and get my laundry. So we gotta rush. Okay. Keep going. We are at whatever conversation I have. Um, I actually don't remember. Yeah. So then, after Bruno talks to the fiance, we transition to um. The next day, roughly the next day. And, and then, then Velasco to... and go to talk to the drunk driver's dad, okay. who was trying to sue from the accident. Yeah. Because we're he's like, a lawyer. We're like, your son. And then Velasco and are like, okay. look, we like we find out, A, that he's got three previous DUIs, and Velasco and Muncie are like, look, we don't care about that right now. All we know, all we need to know is what happened. Do you have any information on the ambulance driver? They get the ambulance info because literally they're like, all we care about is the fact that this woman was raped and we need to figure out what happened. We don't care about your toe at the moment. Yeah. Um, then we go back to the precinct and we get this line from Bruno, Bruno and he says, in regards to the case, and he says, my gobs are smacked and my gases are flabbered. And Finn looks right out at me and says, you No. There's so many funny lines in this episode. Like, are you having, he's like, are you having a stroke? Which was funny. SV would be kind of funny sometimes. They have to and break the, is like, the, the yeah. sadness with the funny words. You got it done, son. Um, and then we transition because there's been another attack. Um, and we get yeah. a live in our cute little bucket hat. Uh, with a cute buckle. It's real. 
She puts it on more than once. We're and then we're talking. We were fucking we haters. Of, I don't care. Like another woman who was attacked, but this time yeah. she was divorced. Um, and they're talk. They get a conversation. Like the group has a conversation about this. Um, and they think the guy. They're trying to figure out if the guy is like married or divorced or what. Mm-hmm. And Olivia says, well, unfortunately, marriage isn't always a barrier to sexual assault, which unfortunately is true. Yeah, it wasn't even a legal um, thing until like 1990. Which it is isn't that long disgusting, ago. but okay. It's also rape legal um, in 1990. We find out that Emma's twin sister, the woman who was raped at the beginning of the episode, her twin sister died last year. Um, she's worried about what her fiance is gonna think if he's gonna want to be with her after this. Mm-hmm. And Olivia says if he wants to leave, if he does, he wasn't the right partner for you in the first place. Yeah. We then find out that the fiance blames himself. Mm-hmm. Um, if he didn't, if he didn't propose, if he proposed a few minutes later, it, yeah. If they didn't drive when they did, it wouldn't have happened. And then Bruno puts this analogy of like that he took the fire test and the cop test, but the cops called Mm -hmm. first, and so he answered. And it's like Mm -hmm. things happen. We plan for different things, and we can't change the past type thing. Mm -hmm. I was like, that was. It seemed to work because then Josh identified the um. rapist mm-hmm. um then we have Velasco and Muncie having another conversation about Duarte with fate versus choice versus destiny of yeah, whether because it was he's talking about she was like, because she said like if he, she was like if he hadn't gotten in the day to buy cigarettes like he wouldn't die yeah, because she says Duarte quit smoking six months ago and him going to the bodega got him killed. She's like, why did he go to the bodega to get cigarettes? He quit. Um. Then yeah, we get um, what we think is the rapist. We find the guy who like was driving the ambulance. Um, and he ran. We couldn't get him. Um, or he's not talking. And they're talking to his sister, trying to get information. Um, and she says a few things. She says he says somebody says this in it's regards funny. to things. It's, it's Finn. He says useless as the salary you get with the Buffalo wins, which is hilarious. <laughs> and then the sister's talking about her brother, and she says we're Greek. We stick together. I'm Greek. We do. Mm-hmm. Um. Said something about the stink, which. They were like, you say something about like, he was like, you can smell something. I forgot the joke. Something about you could smell like, I don't know if it was necessarily the seat, but it was something they had. Somebody had, I think it was Finn had like a weird feeling about whatever was going on. Like it wasn't. I don't remember what it was. Um, I forget who says this line. It's a, oh, Velasco says this to Muncie. Yeah. And he says, maybe you're covering everything with anger because you don't want to admit how deep the sadness goes. And it was like, ooh, ooh that's, that's ooh. good. It's a good one, though. Velasco's um, got some wisdom. Yeah. 
We then find out the crashes were possibly caused, caused on purpose. Um, there was another victim, Danielle. Um, she, I think she was the one divorced. And they're talking to her. And he's like, why yeah. would she do this at the most vulnerable moment? Um, and Olivia says, he targets the vulnerable just like every other predator on the planet. Um, then we get Olivia and Muncie talking about the USB from yeah. that she got on Velasco. And yeah. Olivia says, you think you know someone until you don't. And then she's like, here. You're going to go listen to this. Yeah. And Muncie's like, okay. Yeah. Um, she was like, if she and was then like, Olivia you, and Bruno. She was like, if you tell if you tell him that you listen to this tape, you will be she like getting depromoted to like the worst traffic stop ever. And I was like, I'm the worst spot ever. And I was like, oh Olivia has never stop. threatened to put anybody on traffic duty. No, they've all been like, for traffic oh. duty, but they but uh, they've all been traffic time, threatened, but Olivia has never threatened somebody anyone else with the traffic it. duty. Um, yeah, and Olivia and Bruno do some more investigating. And then she's like, I guess you were right. About what? And Olivia says, maybe we could use you around here. And then Olivia is amazed when they find out there's a light changing device to change the lights yeah. on yeah. um stoplights. Maybe she's literally like, wow. <laughs> they're in the ambulance. They like they can change the lights so that they can yes. get through faster. And the reason we find out was because they people um, shouldn't have those. Regular people should not have those. Yeah, they talk to like an EMT or a fire person. Um, Bruno's ex-wife because we found out he's divorced. Mm-hmm. And Bruno's like, I didn't give her enough time. I was bad. It's yeah. Yeah. And Olivia's like, well, sometimes it's hard to make a U-turn. Yeah, then they get a call. Man. There's been another attack. Unfortunately, this time, it didn't go well. The person is dead. Somebody's dead. And the perp was out with a stun gun. And the woman he tried to attack had a stun gun. The woman he tried she to was attack. Like, I don't know if this is legal she's or like not. freaking out. She's like, I'm so sorry. And Olivia's like, you saved yourself. They're not so good legal. for you. That's why she was the like, purpose like, found with a hostage, and the woman was walking her dog. Mm-hmm. We find out the perp was married. Um, yep. his name is Clark, and he's both sick and heartbroken because his wife was cheating on him. Yeah. Um, Horace Finn says he's a wing nut. He was doing um, all this because his, he gave his... his wife that his wife gave him the other ring, Emma's ring. Yeah, um, as in, he gave her, he, he gave his wife the ring that Emma was in. And Muncie at one point is like, Look, we're not marriage counselors, but you're on to something about your husband, ex your husband. And she's like, It's not like you haven't lied about an affair before. Oh, because I told her to lie. They told her to, to say, like, him to let the woman that she's go. sorry and that she loves him. She'd Fix yeah. everything. Yeah, she's a kid. um. Well, it worked. He drops his gun. They arrest him. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we find out that the wife was having an affair with the used car salesman who sold Clark the ambulance. Yeah. So that's so why was he was there in the first place. Yeah. Emma a- got her ring back. Mm-hmm. Olivia says yeah. sometimes things just work out. Yeah. Um, Bruno said, not Bruno, Clark says he felt so helpless he wanted the other men to feel the pain that he's feeling. Um, and then Olivia later is like, Bruno, you got a decision to make. And he's like, what? She's like, whether or not you want that desk. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. The dude just got here. Yeah, he's what do you mean he's already <laughs> earned the desk? Yeah. Also, <laughs> what happened to you being so broken up about your best friend? You're already throwing her, giving her desk away? It's been like six weeks. It's been a little long. I, <laughs> I, she I don't care. It's still weeks. short. That desk should never be taken again. Build a new one. Build a new one. Resurrect this one. Okay. Um. Then we get Muncie listening the to the tape. Scene. She's in the car. In the last She's scene. in a car. And Velasco freaking admits to murdering somebody. Well, it's kind of unclear what he oh, meant, but Rick. And then she walks back to she like you literally see her eyes go. Yeah. Because she's listening to it, um, she's like, oh my god. It's like, and I mean, Velasco's it's literally, literally, literally like, I've never told anybody this before. And I'm like, and we're like holy oh. crap. Um, she walks we're back to Olivia. Talk about that like, well. what do you, and Olivia's like, what do you think? Um, And Muncy says he would have said anything to get that banner to flip. And then that's when Olivia was like, if you tell anybody, I just let you listen to this, I will put you in traffic. Stop. Mm-hmm. Muncy's like, and she was like got oh. it. But now we also have to wonder if Velasco actually killed somebody. You know, we're just going to leave that plot line. We know he has game ties, but we don't know if he actually killed somebody. That's questionable. We'll find out. Probably the week Um, after. I really have to go. The promo. The promo. Finn is having this 20-year dedication thing because he's been in here for 20 years, which is awesome. Um, Ice-T said there was going to be a Finn-related episode coming up, and now we're finally getting there. He forgot about it until right, literally. Celebration for Finn, and everybody's there, including Carisi, and then Finn goes home to get a beer out of his uh, fridge, and he turns around, and there's a guy standing there with a gun. He's like, do you remember me? And apparently Finn arrested him years ago, and he's had a grudge ever since, and now Finn's basically being held hostage for an entire episode. It is called... It is called Dutch Tears. All right. Um, what is? What do you rate this one? You fucking. I'll be. I was playing with my hair. Talking. I'm just gonna change. Yeah, I was playing with my hair the whole time. This one is like four. I think it's a four on this one. I. It did a pretty good job of like this. It feels very back to SVU after like an arc. This feels very SVU. If we do, let's do the case. It's very SVU and it fit it fit pretty good to add to the next one. I like this one. I think uh, there's not very really much to say. It felt very SVU. It resolved itself like a good SVU case does, you know. It was nice. We already talked about yeah, it is you guys are people were having that? a conversation of like everybody was like people said like Warren was graphic. Um and then they got the like the actual like rape they're showing. And all the yeah. murder, and it's like, yeah, apparently this yeah, is did... way more graphic than. Yeah, it's pretty graphic on that one. 
there's something else I was gonna say. This is this okay. Also, I was gonna say uh, this is gonna get me as a hot take on this one. I had in my head the other day when I was watching the trailer again. This is a good hot take. It's not gonna win you hate. We were uh, we were talking about we were. I was watching the way like Olivia gives Finn a hug. It's the same way she gives uh, in the scene that like is not on the episode because they did not put it in. They did not put it in the episode uh, in People vs. Richard Willie. But the way she hugs Finn is the same way she hugs Barbin. They have that scene, ah! which is kind of a, you never know that. Go go watch it again later and see. It's the same way she hugs Barbin. It's like, well, I mean, when but you're done doing what you're doing. I mean, when you're she done doing what you're doing. that hug for the people that she cares about most. Exactly, exactly. Which is my point. Which All is, right, I'm going to put that. Talking. I got to go get my laundry. Or you can say no. We're almost done. I'm literally going to wrap the show. Like, we're literally wrapping the show. We have nothing else okay, to talk about. Okay, let's do this. I gotta go. Okay, so we, we, if you guys don't know, we did organize crime last week because we literally could not wait any longer. So we did organize crime already. So if y'all are looking for it, go We're probably that, gonna so do it we, split again because that's where we're at. Yeah, it'll probably split I gotta again. go. I gotta go. <laughs> okay, so just thank you all so much for listening to our show. And we will see you all next week. Goodbye. Guys, I'm literally like laying off my bed. This is where we're at right now. All right, this Bye. is really good. All right. Thanks for Goodbye. listening. Thanks for listening.